Hey guys, uh, welcome to Ruin Hammer. G'day guys. Episode, what are we, episode four? This is episode two? four already, season yeah. two, episode four. Wow. Goes quick, doesn't it? It sure does. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, it does. How are you, mate? Mate, I'm absolutely fantastic, especially after last weekend. How good what was happened, it? What happened last weekend? Tell me about last weekend, mate. Mate, there's a little game that went on at the Central Coast Stadium between a team that we don't mind called the, the Warriors playing yep. against a team that was supposed to go pretty well this year called the Gold Coast Titans, sort of from up my way. And um, yeah, I, I managed to make the trip down and was very well looked after by a couple of top blokes, in particular yourself and the Juan <laughs> Carlos. Yeah, Juan Carlos. Yep. Legendary. The best, one of the best Tigers fans I know. One or two of the best Tigers fans I know. Yep. Shout out, Brad. Yep. Yeah. So wasn't wasn't that just an awesome weekend? Mate, it was. It, it, it started off um, pretty early on Saturday morning for both of us. You were up at uh, four o'clock your time to get a flight down to Sydney. Um, I was up at 6.30 uh, to make sure that, um, well, that was game day. I'm always nervous on game day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you up at the airport. Um, and then, yeah, we headed up, up the freeway to Central Coast. Uh, checked into our digs at the, uh, the great uh, Ibis Budget Gosford. Um, mm-hmm. which I thought was great, mate. It, was, it suited us. Uh, sure did. Very close to the, to the field and then headed over to, um, to the Central Coast Leagues. And I'll let you take away, mate, uh, how, how your day panned out. It was Rob's 40th birthday celebration. It, it so, was uh, brilliant. It was fantastic, mate. Yeah, as you said, we, we've actually kind of documented our, our journey. Well, yeah. I've, I've started my journey from Brisbane to yeah. Sydney and everything. So... So that will be coming out soon. But yeah, no, we went to um, the Leagues Club, had a bit of birthday cake. One of the best, one of the best birthday cakes I've ever had. This this fortieth birthday, I had two of the best cakes ever. Yeah. Uh, so that was brilliant. So thank you so much to my lovely wife Cleo and yourself for organising that. Um, yeah, it was just such a fantastic weekend. Just to meet a lot of fans, um, a couple of people that I'd known off but hadn't met in person. So. So obviously, shout out to yourself and for Carlos for driving and putting up with all the Warriors-related <laughs> bands yeah. all weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, special shout out to Cam George and Mark Robinson um, for, for saying g'day at the Leagues Club and yep. and their birthday greetings. And also to Dingo, uh, who we had on the show last week, Dan Floyd. It was great to see him and have a chat with him. Yep. Um, it was great to catch up with Georgia Hale. Absolutely, and- yeah. And of course, all the Warriors players that gave their time and yep. um, posed for a few photos and that kind of thing. Jay Harris, mate, it was so fantastic to meet you. Um, thanks for being such an awesome fan of the show. And yeah, yeah, awesome to meet you in person and to spend the day with you. Yep. Um, and, and your wonderful parents, yeah, Mary yeah. and Roger, it was so good to meet them. And I think they had a great time at the footy, didn't they? Mate, mate they hadn't been to, they'd never been to watch a Warriors game live. And uh, I think this last time, my parents and I were at the same football game. I probably played and I retired <laughs> in 2002. So it's been a long time. So yeah, it was great having them there. It was awesome. Yeah, it's good. I had the pleasure of sitting next to them and um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was it fantastic. Was, there was, there was a couple of comments mum made um, throughout the day too. Like um, I don't think she realized just how um, connected we'd become with some of the warriors in, uh, the Warriors um, staff within the organisation. Mm. 
Um, and just to, like when, when we were talking to Mark Robinson and Cam George and mum was like, oh, who are they? And I'm like, that's the CEO and that's the owner. And do you know them? Yes, we do. Yeah. Kind of, kind of made it um, uh, like more real for her, if you know what I mean. Um, the the mm. fact that, yeah, it's, we're not just um, pests that hang around. And <laughs> yeah, these guys actually do know us. We're not yeah, like, oh, no, no, can, yeah. can we get these guys escorted off the premises? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to catch up with you. Yep. And also um, the Warrior Nation crew. So a big yeah. shout out to the Warrior Nation crew. Uh, especially Richie, Pete. It's great to meet AK Kenny and Paul Pitter for the first time as well. Yep. And Carlos. Yep. And always great to see Stu and also to meet Webster, who's been a, who's been a um, big supporter of the show as well. Yeah, and um, Ruben and uh, Ruth were there as well. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Ruben and Ruth, of course. Yep. Yeah, with um, the kids. And uh, Carlos, yeah, Carlos Kelly was there. He used to have mm. Carlos, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was great. And uh, massive shout out to Richie Morgan, who's been pushing hard uh, for a number of seasons to try and get Warriors fans to sit together at the game. And and his efforts have fallen on deaf ears for quite a while. But uh, mm. uh, on the weekend, you know, we've, we've been advertising probably since December when we first got the tickets for Bay 7, that Bay 7, Bay 6 and Bay 8 were going to be where we're at. And it was great to see. Uh, it wasn't a massive crowd. There was only 3,000 there, but it was yeah, great it was surprised. to see. Very yeah. vocal, though. Very Extremely vocal. vocal. <laughs> and it was great to see that just the sea of Warriors colours in that section of crowd where we were. Um, and then, you know, talking to a couple of people after the game and, and the next day um, saying how loud it was. And it actually, for them, it felt like it was a home game. And for us as fans, that's validation um, that, you know, what we're doing is is uh, good for our supporters, good for the club. Uh, and we're representing our New Zealand-based supporters the best we can, knowing that they can't uh, get there to support the boys. So, you know, we'll continue to be at these at these games and um, showing our support and being as loud as possible. And when, when you have players and, and staff say that it felt like a home game, um, yeah, that, that kind of made us feel pretty good. Yeah, it, it was it was unbelievable. Like you said, small but very vocal crowd. Yep. I enjoyed every minute of it. I, I must that was my first visit to the Central Coast Stadium and I was blown away by how how sort of picturesque the location was and how close you are to the action as well. We were dead set in the front row. Yep. Um, we had the Warriors bench directly in front of us. So it almost felt like we were part of the team, you know. Yeah. It was couldn't have had, you couldn't have had better seats. No. Um, yeah, so I, I love the stadium. So if you've never been to Central Coast Stadium and you're based in New South Wales around the area, make sure you get out there for a game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just while we're giving shout-outs, when you were talking about the Warriors place, just a couple in particular. Uh, Josh Curran, uh, who came over and had a chat to us. Mm. Uh, Jermaine to Noel Brown, who made his way over after the game. Uh, Peter Hiku, who hung around and talked to us. And, of course, our, our fan favourite, Jazz Kavanga, who... Of course. Um, yep. <clears throat> yeah, hanging around and, and having a chat to us. It was also good to catch up with a couple of ex-Warriors players in um, Paddy Herbert, Sam Lazzoni and yeah. uh, Aaron Clark after the game uh, made themselves, you know, available. And Nate Roach as well. Who was, yeah, yeah, it's um, great to see those guys. They were very giving of their time, especially. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's not easy after a loss. So we no. appreciate, yeah, um, Patty Herbert having a chat to us. And, and those guys are all so, such close friends um, as well. You know, it was great to see Nate Roach up there. And as you said before, Georgia Hale, always good mm. to 
catch up with Georgia. Yeah, um, definitely. A great chat with her. Uh, looking forward to getting up your end of the neck of the woods. And, yes. Um, to catch up uh, and watch her play a game uh, around the Magic Round weekend. So Yeah, that'll be brilliant. That'll be yeah. brilliant to get out and see a bit of um, local footy and then Absolutely. obviously go to Magic Round. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, just a couple of comments. I'll just say hello. Jay Harris has joined us, of course. Legend, Jay. Legend, Jay. Fabian um, Moroa uh, will be there this Friday, but weather is going to be horrible. Yes, it will be. Um, Paulie, the only's up on the uh, feed. Um, Sin and John, show the boys. Brad Inger's in. Sean Kurzweil. CJ from the Final Tackle Podcast. Stevie Williams. Um, Mark Mockai. Uh, all the usual crew yeah. great to have you guys with us as yeah, always Katoa. yeah it was um yeah even um even on the weekend uh jay harris was doing some uh, recruitment for us he he went out the back and um was grabbing a feed and ran into ben murdoch masilla's mum and was telling her all about ruin hammer and next thing you know we've got ben murdoch masilla's mum following the page and liking all our posts it's uh yeah yes that's awesome, like having the family connections there. And, and it's amazing who you can meet. So you go along to these games, the people that you meet, Absolutely. It's, it's awesome. Like it, yeah. it's, I mean, that's just, that's just what made the weekend so fantastic. Yeah. Should we, um, we'll get into the game review, mate. What did, what yeah. did, what are your thoughts about the game? It was, um, there's a lot of pre-game hype, wasn't there for the Titans? There certainly was. And I actually heard a comment today that um, the, the, the pregame hype for the Titans may be now switched over to the Warriors because yeah. our big-name recruits outshone their big-name recruits. Yeah. And, and we'll get onto a little bit later, but but they're, they're big-name guys in um, David Fafida and I'll call him Tino. Tino. <laughs> Just say Tino. Yeah. Um, were kept pretty quiet. Some great defensive efforts by Petahiku and um, CHT as well. Yep. And uh, AFB, like again, we'll talk. We'll get into this into a bit more detail a bit later on. But AFB was outstanding. Yeah, he and, was. And, and yeah, Bunty Afoa surprised a lot of people as well in his return to first grade. Yeah, made the uh, most of every minute he had on that field, didn't he? Our forward forward pack just laid the platform. Yep. And it wasn't it wasn't flashy. It wasn't pretty. No. But we got the job done. And obviously, sweltering conditions, so it was extremely humid. Yeah, it was 30-degree scorcher. It was a 3 p.m. kickoff on the Central Coast. And Central Coast doesn't offer a lot of shade either. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I got torched. Um, so, yeah, so it, uh, yeah, it, was, it was quite hot. Um, our first set was quite impressive uh, from the kickoff. Uh, you know, we went 90 metres. Uh, there was a – I think it was on the fourth tackle, um, Cody turned Torhu back on the inside and mm -hmm. he kind of split the defence. And then we put that uh, kick into the corner – um and went 90 meters pretty much uh and then uh second set i think we had like a, a late penalty uh on uh, sorry a penalty for a late hit on cody um but we didn't capitalize on that we it was a, a poor pass poor pass yeah, it was around is around aiken's ankles so yep. yeah probably just tackle or something like that blowing out a few cobwebs probably yeah. good to get those out of the way early in the season early in the first first game of the season yeah so it's understandable um, yeah. And, and yeah, I mean the attack, as we said, the attack all day wasn't wasn't the feature of our game. No, yeah. no, our, our uh, and it was interesting to hear Roger talk about that after the game. That um, the the focus of their game in round one was just to get the ball up the middle of the park, uh, and that's where they were going to make their meters, and and it showed because like Ken and Fuss both had over 100 running meters, but their running meters were out of our 
uh, red zone, pretty much. Yeah, it's it's easy it's easy to miss that, isn't it? Because yeah. you, you, they didn't particularly stand out in the game in terms of scoring tries and acrobatics and and catching high kicks and everything. But yeah, they came in and they really helped out. When, obviously, when the conditions started to tell and some of the guys were getting a little bit tired, um, yeah. that they were the ones that were making the meters off the line. So it's yeah. going to be invaluable to have those guys back in the team and in form and yeah, making those carries. Yeah. Because it, it, it was quite noticeable, you know, guys like Hiku, Aitken, um, and Fuss and Ken didn't get a lot of good ball down um, the Titans' end of the field. But in saying that, we didn't have a lot of good ball opportunity down their end of the field either. Um, Hardly any, yeah. No, uh, but it was a it was a, a pretty brutal game. That that first ten minutes, it was there was no stoppages. It was a real arm wrestle. Um, the Titans had two really good opportunities early. Uh, there was one where. I think it might have been Ash Taylor or Jamal Fogarty put a little grubber kick through and Proctor ran through, picked that ball up and, and really had no one with him. And, and Rog pulled off a great tackle. And then not long after that, um, Ash Taylor, uh, you know, yeah. broke through. Roger, superb yeah. try saver. It was, yep. it was reminiscent, as we were saying the other night, of 2018 when he pulled yeah. off uh, a number of those in the season. So that yeah. was probably kind of set the tone there for the, de- yeah. the defensive effort. Yeah, um, and as you said before, AFB, he was a real forward leader for us, uh, particularly in his first stint uh, and in those first 20 minutes. Um, and there was only two stoppages in that first 20 minutes of footy, effectively, which were two penalties to us, I think. Uh, and aside from that, the game was just back and forth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, we, we'd seen in, in some of the earlier games that, you know, the fatigue set in. A bit earlier. Yep. So again, as as we said, like and, and and couple that with the hot, humid conditions, and I think this is going to be, this is going to hold the boys in good stead. Um, Absolutely. Later on um, in the season. Yeah, because it defend like you could see there was. I mean, being there at the game live, you you see, um, you know, up close and personal that some of these guys were really blowing hard, but they were still putting in those little one percenters to, to get back into the line, to make that tack next tackle, um, to help their mate. And that's something that hasn't been synonymous with Warriors football for a long, long time. Uh, and really came to the fore last year when uh, Toddy Payton made the boys accountable. But, yes. um, and, and Nathan Brown is building on that. And yeah, that was, that was really uh, encouraging to see for the first game of the season. Yeah. Um, one, one thing that I will note um, early in the game that was noticeable and uh, Brandy Alexander didn't miss with his appraisal of it is CHT's kicking game. It seemed to be a little bit shallow, not deep enough and not allowing the players to run through and put enough pressure on. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, yet in comparison, Cody's kicking game was, was on point. It was um, particularly short kicking game. Incidentally, just, just while we're talking kicking... Um, I found it odd that Roger was kicking for touch. I also noticed that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that, that is interesting. And we, we were saying was it yesterday that back in the day, you had one kicker who did everything. The kickoffs, kick for touch, kick for goal, kick in general play. Yep. And now you've got every man and his dog having a shot. Yeah, like Peter Hiku was kicking off. I mean, admittedly, we only kicked off twice in the game, um, which was to kick off the second half and then after the Titans scored. But, um, yeah, Peter Hiku's kicking off. 
Uh, Rogers taking the, the kicks for touch. Um, is it a, and like, I, I don't know what's, like, Rogers never been a kicker of the ball in kicks for touch. Never. I've never noticed that before. No, at the Roosters or at the Warriors. Um, so is this something to kind of get his game improvement ready for when he switches over to rugby? Like, I'm, And that, I'm not being critical. I'm just yeah, asking a question. Fair enough. I mean, that was my first instinct as well. Was it just, yeah. just getting him used to kicking the ball? Who or knows? is is CHT carrying some sort of injury? Because he is. he's normally a goal kicker. He is, yeah. They they mentioned that he has a bit of a niggle. Um, that's why he wasn't kicking for goal. Because we did know, we were saying, why is Cody kicking for goal here? Yeah. So if anyone knows, yeah. RTS had a yeah. Mark says RTS had a couple of dropouts too. Yeah, I, I noticed that he did that in the trials as well, um, and he has done dropouts before. I've seen that. Um, BJ Seymour reckons a ploy for Roger to take the kicking duties to prime himself for ITM Cup this year. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, who knows? Um, uh, but yeah, you're right. That that first half kicking game from from CHT was very ineffective. Um, great to see Bailey Sirenham with the hit and spin. Uh, for yeah, the old school. Fight. Yeah, old school, old hit, school and hit and spin. Yeah. Uh, I picked him as I said when we signed him. He was gonna. He was the guy that excited me the most. I, I've said all through the off season that um, you know he will force his way into our seventeen, and uh, mate, he that was a great debut. He, he 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 only played fifty minutes, I think, because of the head knock. Head knock. Yeah. He, he filed his HIA. Uh, but he had um, two line breaks and 37 tackles, um, 65 run meters. He's he did his job. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he did his job. It was a great uh, debut for the club. Uh, I was very happy for Bailey. Um, after his try, poor old Paddy Herbert kicked the ball out on the full. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but we yeah. Uh, we absorbed some pressure in that last 10 minutes of that first half. Um, our left edge defence, Siren and CHT Aiken, very good on Proctor and Herbert. Uh, Excellent. Yeah, th- th- yeah, they barely featured in attack, those guys. Yeah. Uh, and we defended our line for 18 tackles in the back end of that half, which um, just showed that resilience and grittiness that um, is starting to be instilled in our in our team. It's great to see it's still there. It's great. Yeah. To, that, that, that's that's what we said all through last season we just yep. hope that they hang on they bottle that that resilience toughness grittiness in defense that toddy payton instilled and uh, it looks like it's still there which is yeah, awesome. everyone's saying um stevie williams mark roberts mark Mok- uh, mokai yeah and yes quad injury yeah mm. yeah okay that, that makes sense then yeah um titans six three set restarts in that first half uh, it was the bell was going off. It was must have been right above our heads or something. That that yeah. bell was just going off all the time. Like yeah. seriously. I <laughs> to get um, to, I remember saying to you at the time, like it got to about twenty minutes before there was a tryout. So I think the first point score here is going to be crucial. Yep. In tight games like that, to yep. get a bit of confidence, and, and the fact that the Titans had had most of the quality possession, weren't able to convert to points. We we had maybe four opportunities at most up the other end um there was there was the early fuss spill from that yep. that bomb that you yep. normally would have thought he was swallowed but it's yeah, to go in to go in at half time six nil was a massive boost yeah yeah um particularly because the titans had the the more possession in that half yeah um it did even out by the end of the game but 
There always does. Yeah, it does. Um, Titans had that disallowed try early in the second half. Uh, and, and that was another crucial thing. We said at halftime that the first scorer in the second half was going yes. to be crucial. And if they had got points, um, you know, it's a different game. But uh, lucky for, for us, <coughs> the Don was denied. The Don wearing his board shorts. <laughs> Has anyone ever seen a footy player wear longer shorts than Anthony Don? Yeah, I did make oh, yeah. a comment um, <laughs> when we saw him after the game out outside when he was getting on the team bus that his his um his casual everyday shorts are just as long as the the game day shorts and and longer than everybody else's. So, he just dead set know. loves a pair of knickerbockers or <laughs> <laughs> all those old school cross colours from the nineties, you know, the bomber pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Don stuff. Oh, Don. Um, what did you make on the um? CHT sticking his leg out on Paddy Herbert. Yeah, that's. I didn't notice it live, and then when they were showing the replay, that that was in that was in the lead up to that was after the le- don. So oh, the don after the don. Yeah. Try where CHT got done for a um, an escort, and then in the next set of six, he stuck his leg out on the. On yeah, the- Alfie Langer stole. Bloke yeah. that made a career out of doing that. CHT does it once and he's, he's on report. Yep. Yeah, I, I thought he might have been in a bit of trouble when I saw that. Uh, luckily for us, he escaped with a fine. Yeah. It's funny, you heard him on the TV. He goes, yeah, you're sorry about that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're lucky he only got a fine. So he's, he's free to play this week. Yeah, yeah, because right after that, there was a disallowed try. Uh, Paddy Herbert, unfortunately, again, uh, passed drifted forward out to the dawn. Yeah. So, and it mustn't have been too too long after that when when he walked past us on the sideline, and uh, somebody sitting near me—I can't remember who it was. No, said, it wasn't on the side. It was um, after Corey Thompson scored, and they were coming back from after the try. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it yeah. was too. Yeah, coming yeah. Outside of the field. So, so someone asked him if he missed the Warriors, and yeah. and he and he turned around and gave us a bit of a nod, didn't he? he did. Yes, said, he did. said, "Patty, do you miss this?" And he's I like, stood up and pointed at the emblem and said, "Patty, do you miss this?" And, and he did. He gave us a bit of a nod. We're not trying to get you in trouble, Paddy, with your yeah. your current employers. But no, nah, you've always been a been a, a favourite of ours, especially. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so another factor of the second half there was we lost two guys to uh, HIA. So Egan and Sirenan, they both went off within like the first ten minutes of the second half. Yeah. We, we knew because we could see the bench right in front of us, and there was only two blokes sitting there. So when they came out, Wade Egan with. Was filthy. Wasn't he was, he? wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. and so so Gus wouldn't have to worry about stealing anyone's chair if he came down to the sideline because <laughs> he was too available. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So so that that makes the effort even more special because you know it, it, you throw everything in there: the, the possession against us, the weather, the conditions, down to two subs in a changing yeah. changing landscape of the game. Yeah, the effort. It was. Um, and, yeah, go on. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, like, after all that position the Titans had early in their second half, we literally had one opportunity up the other end, and and we put on our second try as well. Yeah, and it was a, a good call too because we got that penalty, and um, I actually thought they might take the two and go for an eight point lead. I was thinking uh, that too, but we based got on the, everything. That's we going got on. Dingo standing on the sideline doing this. That's um, right, Dingo. <laughs> so we knew that they were going to play on, and uh, from that tap, we got uh, yeah, Lisa Armel. Um, scored. I think you're saying it's his first try in Warriors colours. First, first try for the Warriors. Yes. Yep. Nice. Yeah. So it's great to see him him get over the line and and again, not 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 a particularly uh, flashy try, but they right. all count for the same amount of points. Yeah. 
And it was so big in the context of the game. To go out to that 12-0 lead uh, was massive. The set, the set after points was uh, very impressive too. That's where that uh, Bunty had that big run coming off the back fence from the kick. And then uh, I think Ken took a hit up. Then BMM. BMM had yeah. a really good carry, yeah. Yeah, then, um, then Torhu and then uh, Eli Katoa. And then our kick was pretty much had the Titans coming, you know, a metre off their line again. It was, um, yeah, it was. And, and, then, and then the game went into that arm wrestle again uh, where, you know, uh, we were 12-0 up. Anything anything could have happened. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember turning to you and saying, it's one of those games where if, if we get a penalty, um, we take the two. And if you go up to 14 points, 14 point lead would have been like gold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then AFB went close again when he came back on for his second stint. He got pulled down on the last tackle and a, and a few people were saying, what's he doing? But again, it's not the worst It's not the worst way to uh, area of the ground to hand over the footy. No. People can be critical of that, but at the same time, if you put in a dud grubber or a dud kick and it goes out so touching goal, goal yeah, they give away 20 metres and seven, yeah. Ta- seven tackles. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we controlled the possession with a couple of repeat sets from Titans errors. Yeah, a couple um, of good Cody, Cody kicks Cody, to force yeah. the blind dropout, yeah. And then that next set, um, Bunty puts Cody away under the post. Um, the try of the game. Yeah, try, that, yeah that, that, that was pretty to watch. That one yeah, was. It was. Yeah. It was. And, and so happy for Bunty uh, after, you know, the injury problems that he had last year. Uh, and at one point being told that you're not going to play first grade, you're not in the, the uh, club's plans going into 2021. But Rousing return, wasn't it? But he's obviously yeah. he's worked hard over the off season. He's earned his he's earned his spot. Um, I said he played quite well. He played some big minutes in that trial, and he played quite well in that trial, and uh, obviously showed that he deserved his spot his spot in that seventeen. Um, Eighteen nil lead with ten to go. Yeah. I, I must say, as ecstatic as we were about going out to an eighteen nil lead, we're like, man, there's still ten minutes left on the clock, and knowing what we know. <laughs> or remembering what we've seen in the past. I mean, in, in this day and age, in this game, three tries is not beyond the realms of possibility for 10 minutes. Uh, just a couple of questions coming through, yep. mate. Just have, I was going to change my camera angle. <laughs> I was gonna do the, uh, the old camera angle change. Um, for people that don't know, I, uh, I have this now. So, um, yeah, I can change my angle. And what, I, yeah. well, what just happened? Look at yeah. Look at that. That way I don't feel like I'm rude. Um, what have we got? Uh, we've got... O'Sullivan could end up playing if Egan doesn't get past his concussion protocols. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's, O'Sullivan's on that extended bench. And it is um, there. Brownie is playing that really close to his chest at the moment, that uh, option of uh, whether those boys are going to pass their... I'm changing the camera angle back because I'm looking at you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, then there's a couple of questions. Uh, Patani Paul says, signing Dufter will be good, will be a good replacement for RTS? I don't know. I'd kind of I'm not sold on Dufty. Uh, to me, it's a bit of a throwback to Sam Tompkins in the sense that you got a small, uh, nippy fullback, but we've had sort of more success with a with a bigger body 
returning yep. the ball. I, I'm just yep. a little uh, like you saw the try Dufty scored on the weekend and Great he, try. Like, pace to burn. That's never in doubt his attacking prowess. But I think what you and I have discussed that so we're a bit worried about him defensively. And well, mate, you know, yeah, if Dufty's our fullback on the weekend, either Proctor scores or Ash Taylor scores in that first. 10 well, minutes. that's it. Yeah, exactly. RTS, bigger body, yep. um, can put himself, put his body on the line, stop those tries. Um, Mark Roberts wrote Aiken playing injured for 70 minutes too. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that long that he played injured for. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize either. Um, but he, he has had surgery uh, yesterday, so he's, he's obviously out for a while. We'll Unfortunately, eight to ten weeks, I think, was reported. So that's going to be, be, be a uh, big blow. Um, and Mark Mockai is saying there's a bit of noise around about us and the Chiefs. <laughs> okay. I, I, hate, I hate to say it. But he is not coming to the Warriors. I've got a thing about the cheese. The cheese is last year when he was uh, granted permission to look around. There was two clubs that he said he was not going to talk to. And we were one of them. And for the pure fact is he has no intention of moving back to New Zealand. Now, I know we're based in Australia at the moment. But 2022, we, the Warriors go home. And that's what the season they're talking about. Um. I there's there's so much talk about it in the media uh, because we've got money to spend uh, and he's a, he's a Kiwi and me, they they put two and two together you know for me it's just flogging a dead horse everyone keeps flogging this dead horse about um, I, you know what I hope I hope I'm wrong and he does sign it'd be an awesome signing but I can't see it happening yeah neither can I. Sources close to him have said, no, nah, he's not coming to the Warriors. Cheese, that is. Apparently, his manager was told that Egan is the long-term nine for the Warriors. Yeah, and that's the same story that I've heard. And Nathan Brown has actually come out and said that, um, which is why uh, Carl Lawton was let go over the weekend as well. Um, they're putting all their faith in Wade Egan. Uh, Carl Lawton being let go, which we, again, we'll talk about a bit later on. We will, yeah. That was a bit of a shock to... To everyone. Yeah, but now um, that, that puts us back down to 29 in our 30-man uh, roster. Um, because we we let Rituva go and then we signed Pride, Patterson, Rabati. Rabati, yeah. Um, BJ Seymour, what about throwing a lifeline to Danny Levi or Nathan Peets? Or, Danny and... Levi was a definite no. Danny <laughs> Levi was let go at the nights when Nathan Brown was coaching them. Yeah, he won't. Um, he will so there's no the way he'll bring him back. Uh, and Nathan, yeah, Pe- Nathan Peets. Uh, oh, I Nathan Nathan Peets. I mean, he played Origin a couple of years ago, but he's not an attacking hooker. Um, I, I we've always had success with attacking uh, dummy halves. Yeah. So I, I, for me personally, it's a no. Um, and if we're looking, if we're looking at, um, at, a, at a hooker, I personally would be looking at someone like Tom Starling. Yeah. That, I was just going to say, that's what, uh, Pateni Paul has, has just mentioned. What about Tom Starling? Now that's, oh, that's yeah. more like it. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think you're onto something there. If he, there has been work, there has been uh, whispers that he's, he's been offered, um, to, uh, as not to the Warriors, but he's, he's been on the market. Okay, Mark Roberts is saying Pride is only full time from next season, so we're still. Ah, that's right. I did read that during the week. Yeah, you're right, Mark. Yeah, Yeah, we're speaking to him on um, Saturday. Yeah. Um, when he was with Kane Evans and Marcelo Montoya, who, by the way, lovely blokes, 
uh, Marcelo Montoya and Kane Absolutely. Evans. Absolutely, great guys. Very, um, yeah, very personable. Kane Evans is a massive human being. I, I couldn't get over that. He is a dead set giant. He should be playing basketball or something. Yeah. That guy, he's got to be about 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, or something yep. like that. Yep, yeah. He's, um, he's huge. Bring back Bully, Warren Rafferty. Hey, Warren, how are you, bro? Missed you on the Bully. I, I really can't see that happening. No. Um, he's struggling to get a game, and I don't even think he's in the Brisbane. I don't think he's been offered a contract for no, the he's Brisbane. Playing Queensland yeah, um, and I think he, um, from what I've read, he's pretty keen to set up his family in Brisbane. Yep. So I think he's he came back to the Warriors because he wanted to play in front of his family, and uh, and he's done that. And he's, he, I mean, he was he was keen to stay, but you know, I think that ship sailed, guys. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. as good as he was in 2018. Yeah, there's yeah that that ship is definitely st- um, Tom Starling under contract till 2022. Yeah, I know that, but really in NRL doesn't mean anything. Yeah, contracts <laughs> mean jack shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Mark Roberts has written. So was RTS. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just back to the game though. Um, 18-0 lead, 10 minutes to go. It's never a safe bet with the Warriors, is it? It's never. We're turned around talking to Pete and Richie, and we're like, remember Penrith? Remember yep. Penrith? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the Titans did score. The they did. They scored about the 73rd minute, and you're thinking, oh, here we go. But then you're like, surely they can't. And and, and, and luckily, some good defense. We continued yep. on from where we left off. And, yep. we... and then ice the game with a field goal right on full time. Yeah. Um, one of the Perfect. funniest episodes out of the game uh, was... The whole Tyrone Peachy yes. episode, uh, <laughs> which people who weren't with us won't know what we're talking about, but um, we got under his skin. <laughs> we did. So, so it was basically a walkers-on type thing. So, a, a, a throwback to our current coach Nathan Brown back in Origin yep. years ago, saying walkers on, walkers on. Well, it was one of the Titans trainers, wasn't it? Saying Peachy, Peachy, you're off. Was he saying you're off or you're on? No, Peachy, get him off. Peachy, Peachy, Peachy. you're off. And dead set, we all jumped in on that. We're like, Peachy, Peachy. And how many times did he turn around and look at us? It was about two or three times. He was so confused. He didn't know what was going on, did he? <laughs> it was hilarious. It's like, Peachy, Peachy. Uh, Bully can't make top 13 Queensland Cup this week. There you go. Um, Bully's poor fall, uh, fall from grace. Yes. So, yeah, so it was... Um, it was a good first round win. Uh, very impressive. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, the Warriors have played well when Brandy is glowing in his praise for their performance. I know. Wasn't it weird to hear him say that was really good from the Warriors? Defensively, yeah. they were great instead of saying the Warriors, disappointment, blah, 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 for a bloke who forgets he played in our first ever team. All we needed was um, Blocker Roach to be the sideline commentator uh, with glowing comments, and uh, yeah, it would have been. I thought he requests all our games. What happened? Yeah, so we, we either get him or Brandy. Is it? Is we, yeah. we we either get we get one of the two, one of the dynamic yeah. duo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah. No, Brandy was his. Yeah, he, he was glowing. Um, Race from Caesar. Yep. Interesting that uh, Hannah Hollis uh, asked Andrew Andrew Abdow midway through the telecast about the wallet. War, uh, the Warriors playing all their games in New Zealand next season. And he pretty much shut that down straight away, didn't he? He did. He said it's 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 gonna be it's not gonna be something that they'll be doing basically. So um but as you and I were saying, it depends if the other clubs get involved. And if yeah. other clubs decide to take their games to other areas of New Zealand, then so be it. That 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 would be great 
that would also be a great way to sort of return the favour. Yeah, and we'll talk about that in the set of six. Yep. Um, a bit later on. Uh, a couple of things. Is uh, Rituva still with the Warriors? No, he's not. He was let go. Uh, what did you think about our offensive attack? I think it needs to improve. What's your thoughts? I, I think, yeah, I mean, it, it's only round one. Um, and, and that win was based on a gritty, resilient defensive effort. Um, yeah. I, I think, yeah, it's it, at times it looked a little bit clunky. But the, the most pleasing aspect, as I said before, was when we had the field position, we made it count. Yes. So we had way less possession in the red zone than the Titans did. Yep. And we put on three tries. Yep. And they, yep. they struggled to put on one. So they got one right late in the game. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it needs work. but Good stats to start the season, too. I mean, mm. Titans 51% to our 49. We're at a 91% completion rate, 40 or 44 sets. Very good. Um, yeah, which is, which is great. Um, we only had the four set restarts, the Titans eight. Um, we had eight players make over 100 metres. Uh, and, yes, that, and... that, that was, that was um, very impressive. And as we said, it was a couple of quiet achievers in that game in like Ken and Fuss that yep. said earlier made those metres running the ball back from the line. And, and they may not have been as noticeable in attack, but no. they still made the metres um, in the forward pack. Yeah, for Noah Blake, 202 metres, 94 of those post-contact. So nearly half his metres were post-contact metres. What a, that what a play absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. It's yeah. just exactly it, what we've needed for probably the past three years. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Um, RTS, 174 as well. Yep. Kenny with 176 and 74 of his metres were post-contact. So just shows that he's doing the hard work coming out of the back end of the field, Stu. And Roger, 65 post-contact metres. Um, and then we had Hiku, 136. Aitken, 133. <coughs> Harris, 128, Fuss 111, and Jazz 101 metres. So, um, very good. In comparison, the Titans had nine guys that went over 100 metres as well. Um, so, it was kind of one of those games. Um, but uh, I was I, I was just very, very impressed with uh, the overall result. Um, you know, two competition points in round one is something that we're not we're not known for it, are we? We're not known as good no. starters. And no. like I think the that performance was impressive enough to get us all quite excited. Yeah. Uh, Fabian says, we need RTS to run off AFB. How many times AFB was looking for a support runner? Yeah, and I think that will come. Um, it was mentioned as well in yeah. the, amongst the team talk that I think we saw on some of... Uh, Cam George's videos as well are saying that's a yep. tactic of uh, uh, RTS is freed up to follow AFB and yep. run off those short balls and yeah I think I think the um, the speed of the game and the amount of the yeah the amount of stoppages that weren't in that game uh, probably brought Ken Fuss and RTS into the working hard out of our own half type of thing again, similar to what they've done over the last couple of years uh, and nullified Roger doing that running off the forwards type of stuff uh, because there was just no, there was just no um, rest in that game, like no stoppages. And so those back three had to get in and do some work for our, for our forwards. Our forwards were, they, they were, they, they were blowing, they were blowing hard. Yeah. That, that's, that's the advantage of having 200 kilo plus wingers. As we yep. said before, very back to the Sailor Takiri days of the Broncos. Um, yeah, it's invaluable. 
it's almost like Brandy said it too. It's almost like having two new wingers come to the club because they didn't play the back end of last season. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, yeah. you'd almost forgotten what it was like to have those guys <laughs> in the team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, what are both of your favourite Warriors tries of all time, guys? Obvious choice, but Lola here for mine. Oh, the uh, Nathan Friend through the legs pass. Oh, that yeah, okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Um, a try at the game I was at with the Sione Falmawina uh, pass over his head. Over head to yeah. Mavave. To young, a very young Ivan Mavave. That was one I'll never forget. Um, there's a couple. There's a couple of like Sean Johnson individual tries. Wade McKinnon uh, and against Wade Penrith McKinnon that night. Tries. Who wouldn't sit uh, down at that game? He was dead set standing in front of us, yeah. wasn't he? <laughs> but um, probably one of them uh, for me was that try last year that went through the oh, 13, yeah. 13 sets of hands from against uh, Paris just, CHT try. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was a good one. Um, but you caught me off guard there, uh, trying to think about all the tries that the Warriors have scored. Stacey's try in the grand final. Yep, um, always a favourite. Um, the Michael Whip try in that uh, that game at Melbourne. The the um, James Maloney try in the uh, Tigers semi-final that got us kind of on the board in that second half. Mm. So yeah, there's a few. Um, there's been there's been plenty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, NRL round review. Um, yes. Storm twenty six, Rabbitohs eighteen. Uh, interesting game. It was kind of a game of two halves, really, wasn't it? Uh, sure Storm was. Storm jumped out to a what was it? 22 nil lead. 22 nil lead. Then it was twenty two six at half time. Um, yep. And yeah, this, the Rabbitohs came right back into it in that second half. And if a game had gone on for a little bit longer, you could see them making their way back into that game. But um, Storm, yeah. being the Storm, were able to hold on. Uh, for, for me, the difference for the Rabbits was when Benji came on. I think Benji just um, calmed the attack down. Uh, just that, that smart head on, on, on old shoulders, knowing how to control a game, get his mm. team back into the game. Uh, but Pappenhausen's a freak, isn't he? Oh, he is. He's unbelievable. He's got everything. Real twinkle toes. He's got speed, uh, agility. He just He's smart. He's a smart footballer. Yeah, um, he is. He terror, is. They terrorised our old mate George Jennings out on that side, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, Knights 32, Bulldogs 16. Uh, I actually tipped the Bulldogs for an upset here, but it uh, wasn't yeah. to be. They got off to a good start, but I think the Knights just were too strong. Their, their forward pack um, was dominant. The, 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 dogs, the Dogs are the type of team. They'll fight, though. Um, mm. you know, and I mean, they're never, they're never out of the game. They, they try hard. No. Yeah. Um, Broncos 16, Eels 24. That was definitely a game of two halves. Uh, Broncos were up, what, 16 nil, weren't they? 16 nil. A lot of my uh, Broncos supporting mates were starting to uh, get the <laughs> finger waving, saying Broncos are back, scoring a few tries. And they did look good in that first half. And they it did. was just that uh, Reed Marnie try that, that got the Eels back in, back in it. And then there was the try, like almost immediately after that, to Gutherson. And he's let's thinking, oh, here we let's go. Let's not forget that the, the Broncos were down to one man on the bench too. They did lose yep. uh, Matt Lodge and Xavier Coates. And who was the other one they lost in that game? Um, Someone brought up on the... Hey, League of Inches. League of Inches have joined. How are you, mate? Hey, mate. Um, yeah, I can't remember who it was, but they did. They were down to three on the bench. Uh, 
So that kind of obviously, uh, sorry, one on the bench, lost three to uh, injury. Um, then, the, of course, it was our game, which we've discussed. Uh, yep. A great 19-6 win for the Warriors. Uh, the Roosters, 46-4 to winners over Manly. Far um, too strong. Manly are just, they're a team in disarray. Um, they've, got, they've got zero depth in their squad. Uh, when Tommy Turbo doesn't play, they, I think they lose 24% of their, uh, they only win 24% of their games. So, yeah, it's not good. Um, yeah, just. Yeah, it's not much more you can say. Yeah, they're, they're probably going to struggle this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Penrith 24, Cowboys nil. Penrith back to their, like, start off the season, pretty much how they finished uh, or played their season last year. Cowboys, Hit the ground running. Yeah, as, as we thought they would. They're still a very strong team on paper. Still got all, yep. all those young players and key positions there. Um, again, the Cowboys, they tried. But, you know, unfortunately for Toddy, Toddy Payton, one of our favourites here, uh, wasn't to be a, a first-up win. No. Uh, Raiders 30, Tigers 12. Tigers, Tigers didn't start that game too badly. I think it was like six all or something like that at halftime. Um just ill-discipline again with the Tigers. Ill-discipline. Um, you don't want to come back to that man, uh, BJ Leilua. It's, um, yeah, he's got a... Yeah, he need, I mean, he's Penny's not got a drop for him. Penny's got a drop for him at some point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's um, But the Raiders, you know, the Raiders are a class team. Uh, Plenty Joseph of points Tarpano, in them. Yeah, yeah Joseph Tarpano was outstanding for them. Uh, and then uh, the drag uh, Sharks 32 over the Dragons 18 on uh, Sunday night. And that was... That's a lot closer than that that score suggests. Yeah, a cu- um, couple of late tries to the Sharkies, but I think the Dragons were even in front marginally yeah, yeah, in that game. 14, 12, and they had a they had a disallowed try, which would have put them up um, like twenty to twelve. Mm. And then the Sharks actually went down the other end of the field and scored. So it was, effectively, it was a twelve point turnaround. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I saw Tommy Turbo limp up to Dornos, get to the door, shook his head, and walked away. So funny. <laughs> Where was that at? That's Malcolm Earnshaw. Oh, Manly should be replaced in the comp by the Bears. Nah, it'll never. Bro, I'm an old bear, and the Bears, the Bears that come back now will never be the Bears that were around in the, uh, in the, the great like '80s, '90s. Incidentally, um, for any Bears fans out there, it's a hundred years uh, this year that the Bears won their first premiership. Um, we won the 1921 premiership. Next year will be the 100 years since they won their last premiership because they only ever won two, 21 and 22. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, the Shawnstead is a big North Sydney fan as well. So, yeah. You never know. Maybe one day. Um, set of six, mate. Six discussion points that we're going to talk about. So, first one, Toby Rudolph. Um, did you see the comments he made in the Matty Johns post game interview on Sunday? Well, to start with, the comments were made on the Matty Johns show. So how are they meant to be taken seriously in the first place? Exactly. Um, I, I, don't, I don't understand. Like, it was clearly, clearly tongue-in-cheek, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, what do they want? Do they want the players to just say, yeah, full credit to the boys. It was a game of two halves. Is that what they want? I don't know. It was, for those that don't know, um, basically, Matty Johns or Brian Fletcher... Uh, actually asked him after the game on Sunday what he was going to do. He said he was going to have a thousand beers, go down to Northies and try and pull something. Anything will do. Um, talk about cancel culture and the Karens of the world. It's you, you start um, 
finding guys for like being characters in the game. And all of a sudden we're going to have a game full of robots. Uh, guys will not want to come on like Matty John's show, sit here and talk to us, uh, go on League of Inches, you know. They'll um, be incriminated for what they say. People will yeah, be recording they, it and people yeah. will find tiny little things, mate, mountains out of molehills. Exactly. It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I can't believe that there was a fine issued for that or a talk of a fine. Um, yeah, surely, like, where, where is discretion gone? Like, the better part, like, it's just ridiculous. I, I, I was lost for words. I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Um, Jake Friend and his concussion issues. Uh, did you see the bad, vision? It was a pretty bad concussion, wasn't it? Yeah, he yeah. was uh, convulsing on the field. And, uh, you know, the Roosters are doing everything in, 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 uh, that they have to do now. Um, but... Now, I've said it before. I said it around Boyd Cordner um, on a couple of posts on Facebook and Instagram where he's being rested to round 12 or something this year for his own health and own benefit uh, because of the concussions that he had. And my attitude is, like, sometimes some of these guys need to be saved from themselves um, because footy's what they, they love. It's all they know. That's what they do. Um, they've been doing it since our kids. <clears throat> and um, it's just, yeah, I, I think some of these guys need to have that decision taken out of their hands. And for me, Jake Friend's one of them. He, I, I think the concussions that he suffered are too frequent now um, and they get worse and worse each time. And, I, and I'd hate to see um, something happen where he cops a knock on a field and he's, he's killed um, because of it. So, um, James Graham spoke about it last night on uh, NRL 360. Um, so, if anyone has KO or um, can get the replays of NRL 360, it's quite it's quite a good listen to hear what James Graham was saying mm. about that warrior mentality that rugby league players have. And James Graham talking about his own um, journey was kind of tearing up a little bit too mm. um, in talking about it. So, it's <coughs> it's a very serious. Absolutely, um, it is, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Joseph Suwali getting his exemption granted to play NRL. Well, we're all shocked that the uh, NRL uh, made an exemption for the Roosters, aren't we? But, um, <laughs> yeah, obviously there's been a lot of hype about this young guy, um, 17 years of age, and they've decided to allow him to play. Although you were saying that he will. He won't be rushed into first grade. No, they they, they spoke to Robbo the other night, and he's saying that they're, they're training him at centre wing and fullback because they want him to be, uh, and and on both sides of the field too, left and right, because they don't want to pigeonhole him into one position and one side of the field. Um, the Roosters have a couple of big blockbuster games coming up too, so you they're definitely not going to throw him into that. No. Uh, I can see probably coming in a game, you know, after round seven or round eight when all this hype has died down a little bit, uh, everyone's kind of forgotten about the Suwali story. Uh, they'll rest Josh Morris or Brett Morris or, or it'll be around origin time when, when they lose a couple of players to origin. Yeah. Um, he may come in then. Uh, and and let's, let's not forget, he's a 17-year-old kid and is. this is a massive thing for someone of his age and they don't want to overload him. No. As well. So you can't imagine he'll 
he'll come in and play like most of the season. No. And if, if they've made that exemption for him, um, then all you've got to hope for is if, if other teams discover their own 17-year-old talent um, and they put their case forward, that the NRL will look at it um, in the same light. 100%. Uh, yeah. Um, our mate, Toddy Payton, calling out uh, Taumalolo's defensive efforts on um, Saturday night. A lot was made of this. And I've got to say, it's kind of funny seeing the backlash because doesn't everyone, has everyone forgotten that that's what turned around to our season last year? We were struggling big time. And it was that press conference after the, the thrashing of the storm where we called out the effort or lack of effort in our players and really challenged them. And, and the guys really rose to the occasion. And now he's copying yeah. flack for it this year. Yep. I mean, you know, J- Jason Talmalolo, yeah, he's one of the great players of the game, but he's still a player in the team. And if the coach right. has, has pinpointed that he hasn't, he's not pulling his weight, well, there's a couple of areas where he's not doing his job. He's just like any yep. other player. 100%. There's no, no one player is bigger than the team. Um, Toddy Payton did come out and say, you know, that he's a straight shooter, you know, he's very black and white. As we well he has know. Known yeah. Jason Tolle- yeah, he has known JT for seven years um, through his association with the Cowboys before. Um, there was a lot of talk on NRL 360 last night that they were saying that um, he would would have tipped JT off that he was going to say it in the press conference. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of the, the new coach stamping his authority, making it known that everybody's accountable and no one's above, um, you know, the, the law basically so that's it that's i it. like it um i, I, like I was it a massive fan of yeah i was a massive fan of toddy payton's uh brutal honesty last year when he was at the helm of our club and um that doesn't change we'll for me that. yeah yeah um so yeah so you know i'm all i'm 100 support what he did um you know it's his team he's the coach <clears throat> and we'll see how jt responds this week i wouldn't want to be the dragons that's all i'm going to say no Um, Desi Hasler's uh, contract extension Uh, he he basically asked for three years and Manly have effectively given him a table to 12 month extension for him and the talk is that they they don't want to get in that situation where things aren't working Um, his player attention and his player purchases are not what's uh, going ahead properly at Manly and they've got to terminate his contract um, down the track and pay Yeah, him out, you so. don't want another situation like another Seabold or, no. or or like himself at the Bulldogs. He went through a saga similar to that where he, he brought in all those dud contracts there and they, yep. they offered him a two-year extension and then sacked him like not long afterwards. So he's been yeah. through all this before. Yeah, it kind of follows him, doesn't it? It, it, it does, yeah. I think the writing yeah, might be on the wall so. for old Desi. <laughs> and our last um, six, uh, our point six in our set of six is uh, Phil Gould uh, on the NRL on nine show uh, uh, lobbying for the Warriors to play all their games in New Zealand next year. Now, we, we said Andrew Abdo said on the telecast that it probably won't happen, um, but Phil Gould is lobbying hard for the NRL clubs to decide to take their home games to New Zealand. And, it, and in saying that, he's saying, you don't take it to the Mount Smart Stadium, but you take it to New Zealand. You take it to <coughs> Wellington, Christchurch, um, you know, Eden Park, uh, wherever it may be. Uh, and Jesus, good to have Gus in your corner, isn't it? Oh, mate. You he, know, he draws a lot of water in the game. 
and but you know, it's he's true what he said, mate. Yeah, yeah, it is. He was talking about the amount of money that the Warriors have foregone over the past two seasons because they've been based here, and and we're talking about not just talking about gate sales through the to watch the games, but it's like the memberships uh, that they haven't been able to sell the home yeah. memberships. It's their corporate partners, their sponsorship deals. Um, advertising it's it's all that stuff that they've lost out on and and he actually posed the question to James Bracey show me another NRL club that would still be standing on their feet after two years of not playing at home and having to relocate in another country yeah so that says it all it's something that if the NRL aren't gonna uh, reward or or thank the Warriors uh, in that way then the clubs should get on board uh, and take their games to New Zealand for one year and how great would that be for the game back home? It would be awesome for our for our fellow supporters over there who have been starved yeah. of some live footy action. Um, okay, so let me see. We've had a couple of comments while we've been talking. Um, uh, good day. When Manly lose, Manly should be replaced by the Bears. We've gone through that. Uh, Tommy Turbo. Can't believe people are crying off a joke that's about the Toby Rudolph. Toby Rudolph, yeah. Yep. Um, boys, can you please afford us the, all, all the new correct pronunciation of Charles Nickel Clockster's surname as mentioned on the live broadcast? We're all relying on you to give us a scoop. Yep. It is Charles Nickel Clockster. Uh, he was it's told Norwegian, by his cousin. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was told by his cousin that he's pronouncing it wrong. He didn't know that it was wrong. His uh, name wrong for all this time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yes, so it is Charles Nickel Kluxter. Kluxter. I like that. Yeah, Kluxter. Yeah. Uh, roosters are a bunch of cocks. Yes, they are. <laughs> totally off topic, but what do you guys think of the NRL wanting to bring in a second Brisbane team? I love it. <laughs> I love it. Me personally, I think they should have a second New Zealand team based in the South Island. Yeah. So sorry, we, mate. We, I, we we need a second Brisbane team long before a second New Zealand team. Uh, obviously, yeah, I, being based I, in Brisbane, this is the rugby league capital of Australia, and people in Brisbane love their footy. And I'm telling you, people would get behind this second Brisbane team because the Broncos are one of those teams you love them or you hate them. There will be a lot of support for that second Brisbane team if it's the Bombers or the Fire Firebirds or whatever they're going to be yeah. called. If, if, if my way of thinking is, um, if the Warriors had been a success over the last 26 years and had won a premiership or two, then maybe you can warrant having a team based and a second team based in New Zealand. And I know we've got a massive nursery of players, um, but Brisbane having won seven premierships since they've been in the comp, it's probably a no brainer that there needs to be another team. I know the Broncos aren't faring too well at the moment, but. It needs to be another team uh, up there in your neck of the woods. Somewhere. Absolutely. It would be good because people... When you, when you people, consider there's nine teams in Sydney. Yeah, exa- exactly. And people in Brisbane love their footy and they'll turn up to any game on at Suncorp. And I'm yeah. telling you that, that, that they will get they will be well supported. And I think there's enough talent up here. And, and, and there was even talk that Cam Munster might be interested in moving back to Brisbane to be a uh, marquee signing for a new Brisbane team. I was reading that during the week. So that would be a big boost for them. But I've got to say, in terms of um, the NRL's basically come out, haven't they, and said that there's going to be a second second Queensland yeah, team. that's it. Least. Second yeah. Queensland team. 
Uh, it doesn't increase the broadcast rights deal because there's going to be 17 teams. So there's still only going to be eight games every weekend because one team's going to have a, have, uh, have a buy. Um, so, uh, yeah, but they're saying that 2023, I think, yeah. is the date. Yeah. That, that, that's what I heard, yeah. So, and- uh, depends. It de- de- depends. I mean, the way the world is, you know, we've got COVID and COVID, and I mean, we could have um, fire destroying the world in 2023 as the uh, next thing that comes in. So, who knows? S- sorry, Malcolm, reckon Sydney's the rugby league capital of Australia. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Jay Harris is saying, <laughs> I feel like everyone's forgotten that Suwali was in a losing north side to the workers and still held his composure in a 40-16 loss, I think. Where he scored two tries. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I must admit I didn't get to see that game. I did watch the the game where he played in the north trial a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Uh, and he does. He, he's a big kid. He, he looks the goods. Uh, I just hope they don't rush him in. Um, I hope they ease him in like, to bring him off the bench or give him a game and then send him back to reserve grade for a, a little while, mm. whatever. Uh, how good is Gus? Gus is awesome. Gus is the man. Uh, uh, CNK is part Norwegian. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, team this list. Week, mate. Team, team list, list for round two. Round two. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good looking team. There's only one change to last week, yeah. and that was obviously the forced injury from Aitken. So, uh, um, Brandy Alexander's favorite player, Adam Pompey, yep. slots in at center there. Yep, uh, no change to the bench. Uh, a couple of two changes on the uh, extended reserve bench where Marcelo Montoya comes on to replace uh, so effectively a swap for Pompey. Yep, and Murchie comes in for Josh Curran. Uh, who has been picked to play for Redcliffe. Um, Didn't they so. say that Merch had a pec injury or something like that, which is why yep. he wasn't considered for the first round? But, yeah, yep. it was good to see him there as well on, yeah. on, um, on Saturday. And he's a huge man. Yeah, he is a great huge to have him big back. units in that squad, isn't there? Big units, yeah. yeah. Um, so great to have such healthy competition in this forward oh, pack. I was just, when, we, when we were looking at um, BMM sitting on the bench, he's, just, yeah. he's a massive man. <laughs> He's a massive man. He was dead set sitting right in front of us and we yep. couldn't see the game. Yeah. <laughs> He's huge, <Yeah>. man. A <laughs> um, couple of key matchups in this game. Um, AFB taking on uh, Clemmer and the Sass Saifidi. twin. Saifidi, yeah. yeah. Um, Daniel Saifidi last week was was outstanding. Uh, that's going to be a great clash up front. Um, funnily, funnily enough, their old man is a big Warriors fan, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He is. Um, he's on a couple of pages. Uh, follows follows me, my personal um, Instagram account. I'm not sure if he's on the Ruin Hammer. I, I'll have to have a look. He might be actually. Um, so yeah, uh, he was a, a big. He is a big Warriors supporter, but obviously he supports his boys. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, Best and Kurt Mann both uh, named to play, but carrying injuries. So not sure if they'll line up. Possibly uh, a few changes there. Yeah, and again, Aitken a big loss for us, but Pompey more than adequate has proved his his worth as a first grade footballer last yeah, year. Especially last year, he was outstanding. Yeah. Um, for me, this week again, where the game's going to be won and lost will be with the direction and involvement from both CHT and Cody. Um, Cody's kicking game was good last week. CHT really needs to step it up. Uh, Defensive his, pressure. Yeah, his running game was yeah. quite good. It's just, yeah. yeah, the kicking game really needs to, to um, step yep. up a bit. 
Um, defensive pressure on Mitch Pierce, I think, is a key. Uh, taking away his time and space with the ball. We did that last year when we played them up at Tamworth. Uh, we really limited what Pierce could do with the ball and his, mm. his thinking time with the ball in hand. And the other thing I, I think will be a, uh, something we should focus on is big Ken and Fuss uh, outsize Tex Hoy, Stafford Tyre and Heimel Hunt. So opportunities for crossfield kicks. Yeah, I'd be looking to bring them into the game with with some really uh, pinpoint ac- accurate kicks. Um, it would be great to see Air Force back again, the 2018, 2018 model Air Force Atua. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what have we got? Brisbane haven't won a premiership since 2006. Why not for such a big club which gets all of the perks in terms of overall resources and advertising the media? Uh, what do you guys think? Not good enough in any way, shape or form, in my opinion. Uh, they're not at the moment. Um, but yeah, the back since 2006, like from, from like 2007 onwards, the especially around the late 2000 noughts going into the 10s, it was Melbourne Manly were the two big... Yeah, big sides, and now it's Melbourne Roosters, pretty much, isn't it? They they, they were close for a few years there. Uh, yeah. made a few prelims. They made the, uh, they made the 20, 2015 grand final. Got beat by the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were like what, a couple of seconds away from winning that game. Yep. Yeah. Um, other Air Force. Yeah, one. Uh, Gus it. is such a good dude. Best will play. Uh, he's a boy, boy, boy. It's in his blood. Oh. Those woi woi boys, eh? <laughs> I don't know about those woi woi boys. <laughs> um, so the, the rest of the round is Eels versus Storm on Thursday night, tomorrow night. Watch That'll be a good game. I'm looking forward to watching that. Um, the Eels, the Eels, I think, match up okay against the Storm. Going to have to stick with the Storm, though. Yeah, I can't see the Eels. If the Eels play a first half like they did against the Broncos. Um, and, it could be 22 nil again. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm on the storm. Um, us and Newcastle. I'm going to go. I'm going to go us in a tight one. I'm going to go us in a. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be like a eight points or something a, like eight that. Eight points. I was just going to say. Games. Sounds sounds good. A bit of an arm wrestle. Be a good forward yep. battle. So really looking forward to yeah. that. And I'm uh, going to be. Broncos. I'm going to be heading to this game with the yep. Sean stuff. Uh, Titans versus Broncos at Seabus. Uh, uh, the Titans, I'm predicting them to bounce back after last week. And I'm thinking Fafita and Tino will be primed, have big games against the Broncos. So I'm going to go the Titans. Fairly comfortably, I'm, I think. I'm, I'm tossing up. I was impressed with what I saw from the Broncos in the first half. Okay. Um, but again, uh, as I said before, there was a couple of missed opportunities the Titans had against us where they could have scored some points and effectively could have won that game. Yeah, so yeah, went, I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to tip the Titans. Uh but I think it'll be a lot closer than a lot of people think. Okay. Bulldogs Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. Panthers felt Panthers fairly comfortably. Panthers yeah. by at least 18 20. Yeah, I think it'll be a yeah, it'll be a big score. Um and same with the next game, Manly yeah. Rabbits. Rinse and repeat rabbits by plenty. Yep. 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 I think so too. Next, uh, the Cowboys next one Dra- is next one's interesting. Cowboys and dragons. So Cowboys two dragons. teams that, that got fairly, fairly soundly beaten in the first round. This yep. is an interesting one. It is a home game for the Cowboys. Yep. And you know, I'm going to go with Toddy Payton on this one. 
I think I think Cowboys might get away with this game. Yeah, I um I'm on the Cowboys. I think I think Toddy Payton will get his first win as a Cowboys coach. I really think the the spray that he gave or the the comments that he made in that uh, press conference, I think that'll have uh, JT fired up to come out and prove his worth. Um, and yeah, I I just think uh, the Cowboys. I I noticed that picked Corey Norman at five eight. Um, He's just, he's an enigma that bloke. Uh, he's, I, yeah, I he's just can't put my finger on that one. Um, I'm not, I've never been a big Corey Norman fan. I've never thought he was a particularly good 5'8 either. No. Probably did a little bit better when he was at fullback. Yeah, that's what I always thought too. Even uh, back in his Broncos days, I remember when he came through the grades, there's a lot of raps in him, but I don't think he, he ever really arrived. No, no. Just no. my thoughts. Uh, Tigers Roosters. Sorry, Carlos. I'm going to have to go the Roosters here. Uh, I think they'll win by, say, 12, 14. Well, you're generous. I, I'm, I'm saying the Roosters, and I think I'll be, I'm going to go to that game. Uh, we're going to go down to Campbelltown Stadium and watch it. Uh, it's the least I can do for my good mate who follows me to the Warriors game. So I think I'm going to see a points fest. Um, yeah, right. Okay. I think it's going to be a lot of points that the Roosters are going to put on the Tigers. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, my tips are Roosters. And then the last game is the Sharks-Raiders. Yeah, look, Raiders look like they got a lot of points in them. I think they'll just be too good for the Sharks in this one. I, I agree. Um, yeah, I think the Sharks were lucky against St. George um, with that disallowed try uh, and and then um, the turnaround at the other end of the field. So, yeah. Uh, CHT ruined a perfect five-leg margin multi by kicking that last one point. <laughs> one to so twelve, I can eh? Tell you, can I tell you, Malcolm, I got the multi uh, uh, margin multi up last week, so um, some yeah. hammer's good oil there. <laughs> yeah, hammer, hammer did very well with his multi last weekend. Um, wasn't an eight-legger though; it was only a six-legger. I uh, I didn't have. Um, the Thursday game and the um, the first Friday game in it. I, I forgot. So put a six-leg multi on and got it up. So I was happy. <coughs> um, Warriors news. Carl Lawton, as we said, uh, released effective immediately to Manly. That, uh, uh, that news was, was a bit of a shock to us. We'd just been talking to him that afternoon, hadn't we? We got a pick with him. and We, we, were, we saying... were literally talking to him. Uh, I was talking to him at, like, while the game was going on. Then we had a chat to him after the game. We even had our photo with him. He didn't say anything, and then yeah, we got the we got the the news broke, and we got the scoop early on Sunday. Uh, yeah. Privileged information, which we kept to ourselves and didn't share. And uh, yeah, I was a bit surprised. Um, it's it's unusual it, that they've taken him for one year that he's effectively going to be injured for. That's the, that, that's the thing that uh, I probably would like to get some clarification on whether we still have to cover his rehab costs uh, or whether Manly take that on now. Because mm. um, they've effectively bought a player that's not going to play for him for the season. Yeah, that they said he, he, might, he may be back in the last few rounds. But, excuse me. He's yeah. got to have time to, to rehab and then get up to speed with the game and, yeah. and that he kind can of keep thing. Tommy Turbo, he can keep Tommy Turbo company on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah, because... I don't I don't reckon that guy's going to be playing many games. No, I don't think so either. But but the other the other side of the coin is what it what it meant from the Warriors' point of view. So 
Um, I think what they what effectively said is they weren't considering offering him a longer term contract after this year. Obviously, he was off contract end of this season. He's been yep. got injured um, at the start and was going to miss most of the season. So it kind of suggests that he wasn't in the Warriors' plans moving forward. So it was a win-win for both parties. They were able to free up a spot in the top 30 and he was able to secure a slightly longer contract at a different club. It's a yeah. shame because I really like the guy. Yeah, I love Mad Dog. He was one of my favourite Warriors players. Um, I thought last year he did a great job for us. Um, Phil, Phil did a pl- plenty of gaps, didn't he? Played the centres yeah, at he one did. point. Yeah. He did and then he made that nine his own. Um, at the back end of the season. And, um, yeah, i sorry to see him go. Uh, wish him nothing but success at Manly. Um, I, I noticed, but he's there now. I noticed because he's um, – Jackson Freya post, posted some uh, images on um, Instagram today uh, of him in his – kitted out in his Manly gear. Um, so Happens quick, doesn't it? It does. Like less it than does. a week ago, he was sitting on the, sitting with the boys there, yeah. Speaking of um, contracts and signings, uh, we spoke about last week, but with Torhu re-signing for three seasons. Massive. Which was massive for us. Huge boost to start the season. Yep. And now we're talking about Cody uh, talking. He's saying that he's taking his time. Um, he's not worrying about his his contract uh, next year. He's off contract at the end of this year. Um, I don't know whether he's going to test his... his um, worth on the open market, but he does have an option in his favour for next year with a club. Okay, yeah. So, um, if he keeps up his form from round one, then, of course. Yeah, absolutely. More than happy for him to stay. Yep. You um, and Aitken, out for, we touched on it earlier, out for about 10 to 12 weeks, they're saying. Uh, he unlucky. Had, had his surgery yesterday, very unlucky. Um yeah, like I said, I didn't realise he'd, he'd injured it so early in the game. Uh, Brownie did say something in his press conference that um, he'd injured it and he couldn't take him off. Uh, so, you know, it just goes to show how much heart he had. Um, yes. You know, uh, being his debut game too. Uh, I think all on that too, all four debutants uh, had outstanding games for us on the weekend. Um and now um, Redcliffe kick off their season this week in the Intrust Super Cup. Is it still called the Intrust Super Cup? I believe it is. Q Cup. I don't know. Queensland Cup. Because they've changed the, the name of the comp down here to the knock-on effect. The knock-on effect cup. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, so Redcliffe... Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, um, so Redcliffe, Cup, QRL. Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, Redcliffe have a couple of our Warriors boys um, running out from this week. Hayes Perham, uh, Rocco Berry, um, Edward Cosey, Paul Turner, Jackson Frey, uh, Kane Evans, and uh, Josh Curran, and Pride Pedersen Rabadi. So all those boys getting a, getting a run if you're around uh, the Redcliffe area. Uh, maybe get out and show the boys a bit of support. When are they playing, mate? Does it say on the? So, I'm just checking out the draw now. Just bear with me. Absolutely. Bailey played very well. Just reading the comments coming up. Yeah, all four of our debutants were were massive for us. So we're playing we're playing in Mackay against the Cutters. Uh, oh, so they're up at Mackay, are they? Yeah, six p.m. on Saturday night. Oh, okay. So mm. that'll be the curtain raiser to the Cowboys Dragons. 
Yeah, I believe so. I uh, oh, no, it's at BB Print Stadium, Mackay. Oh, okay. Mm, so it's being played in Mackay. Okay. Yeah, 6, 6 p.m. kickoff. Yeah. Nikarima reminds me of Ohio when he got the fullback job and wasn't pigeonholed as a utility. Yeah, I, I think Cody's proving that his best position is six. I think he's mm. a great six for us. Um, There's constant calls for him to move to nine. And he may find himself there at various stages of the season, but yeah, pri- primarily in the halves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, memberships, mate. Did you, you see the get... club release that $10 membership this week? Again, yeah, yeah, I did see that. Mm. Yeah. So everyone get on that. board. I mean, that's 10 bucks and you get all the benefits of a membership bar, obviously going to the games. That's a yep. great way to get in there and support the club. And look, you know, they, they really need it at the moment. We've, we've touched on how much money that they're giving up by being out here. I think, so. I think with that $10 membership, part of that money goes towards Junior Rugby League as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, percentage. I'm not sure what it is. Mm. And then there's also the Aussie Fan Pass, <clears throat> which is $35, um, which gets you, you know, the 10% off merchandise. Um we get the early ticket sales um, for games, uh, which is how that's right. Yeah, managed to get such great seats, front row, bay seven, um, and again, Richie Morgan and Warrior Nation are running the promo where you can win a signed jersey simply by sitting in the specified bays each week. Jump on um, the Instagram page for Warrior Nation uh, or their Facebook page, Warrior Nation. Uh, there's photos on those pages, and if you're in any of those pictures, you just tag yourself in the photos, and um, you're going into the draw for a chance to win the signed uh, 2021 Warriors jersey. And what a great jersey it is! It is. It looked it looked great on the weekend. It did. It looked awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you looked the part wearing yours. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. No, I I um had to get out the uh, the royal blue, red, and green. I do love it. It's that's that's the jersey that we all love. That's our heritage. We don't need a heritage jersey when we're wearing it every week. No. And yeah, it's just awesome to uh, have such an iconic design back to stay. It was great to see the 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 three twenty twenty one jerseys on display out there at the game on the weekend in the crowd too. There was a lot of was yeah. The white um, the white jersey's been a big hit again because yep. everyone loves the nineteen ninety five away jersey. Yep. Uh, not for its on-field performances, but purely <laughs> aesthetics. Yes. There is a look. And then also the Indigenous jersey. Now, just on that, um, I do have a package here. There's something inside this package, and I will be doing another unboxing soon, so stay oh, tuned. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, from, so if was that uh, Warriors or Canary Store? Uh, this one, I had a voucher from the Canterbury store. Okay. All but right. normally, I will be purchasing everything from the Warriors store directly. I the only reason I was asking was if that was from the Warriors, can you please let us know if there's a poster inside? Right. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. sure that once those once that poster is available, I think they probably only got the team together. Uh, yeah, probably not too long ago. For the delay in the posters, but I know everyone's pretty keen, so... Um, I will be ordering some more stuff from the Warriors store soon. So yeah, I will be too. Crossed. Yep. Great way to support uh, the club. And it's always it's always best to to get your gear directly from the club as well. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, especially you know with what 
with the sacrifices that the club is making as a whole. Um, you know, every every dollar spent back into the Warriors organisation is, uh, you know, money well spent that goes towards our team. So definitely. Um, so where will you be watching Friday night's game, mate? Well, it's going to be a difficult one because I'm going to be probably in transit from Brisbane to the Gold Coast. So I'll probably be watching it on KO on my phone in the car with the Sean stuff. So sorry if the conversation isn't quite up to scratch there. But again, so the game's kicking off at five, five o'clock here. So normally yeah. I'd say I'll be nervously pacing around my lounge room, but I'll be nervously sitting in a car on the way to the Gold Coast. So, yeah. Yeah. Are you driving or is Sean driving? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I think the Seanster might be driving because it's picking That's me up true, from the city. Because it could be so. some road rage if you're driving. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be able to concentrate. I'm one of those nah. people where I hate listening to the game. I've got to be watching it. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, and yeah. and if it's a tight game, I just can't. I just can't take it. You know, it's so. It's so frustrating just sitting there listening to it because you can't see where the, where they are and the, you can't get a real sort of feel for it. So. And then when we win, I watch it again. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'll definitely be watching it. Yeah, assuming that we uh, we get the chalkies watching that when I get back from the coast. That's uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Sean says I'll watch it and he can drive. There you go. <laughs> 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 this is made. Uh, I think it's going to be a wet one down here in Sydney too. They're, well, they're talking about wet. Like, it's been bucketing down up here. So same here. Yeah, it clears up by the weekend. So wet weather for you. They're reporting like 80 mils of rain or something on Friday. So, yeah. Well, we be a wet up, one. We woke up Sunday morning and it was bucketing down, wasn't it? So, it was ridiculous, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. After Saturday, that beautiful weather we had Saturday. And then, yeah, Sunday was just shocking. Yeah. Um, headed over to Terrigal and wandered around. It was, it was like a ghost town. No one was about. Yeah, um, it, was, it was quite chilly as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, all right, mate. Uh, yeah, awesome. That's about it for tonight. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Thank you so much for um, joining in the conversation, too. We, we love the interaction. Great. Yeah, we love the questions. Always yep. love questions, comments, jokes, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so thank you, everyone. Uh, we look forward to seeing you all again next Wednesday night. Um, we're going to try and do a, a live after the game on Friday, uh, it will all depend on uh, where <laughs> where Rob is <laughs> at the time. Because um, because we're such great technical geniuses, I'm sure that we're going to be able to work out something. Um, yeah, we we're kind of confused how we're going to run Zoom off our phones. Where yeah, we <laughs> if anyone's ever around us, like it's <clears throat> how we've managed to get this many shows on air is ridiculous. <laughs> Well, it was fourth time lucky this uh, this uh, episode, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it was. Yeah, neither of us dropped out yet. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick, while we're going's good. Quick, quick. <laughs> um, yeah, so thank you for everyone for joining us, um, for your comments, uh, the conversation. We love it, absolutely love it. Awesome, um, yeah, yeah. Just keep uh, keep following our Facebook page. Um, Follow us on Instagram. Get on the Instagram page. Uh, we want to get try some get of the classic episodes up on YouTube as well. Uh, yeah, some, yeah. Of the, some of the good chats we had last year. So uh, the Ruby yeah. Wiki, Todd Payton, Cameron George episodes are up there and there'll be more coming up as well. Plus yep. a few extra little videos that we're uh, putting together as well. Absolutely. The day in the life of from day last weekend, uh, which yep. is going to be a great one. Uh, basically a behind the scenes of um, 
uh, what we get up to. And it wasn't an ordinary game day for us. Uh, it's the first time Rob and I have ever watched a game of footy together. Um, so, I mean, it's only the second time we've, we've actually been together. So, uh, <laughs> is, isn't it? You know, well, yeah. it's going to be plenty more of that this year. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Can't, can't wait. We've got Magic Round coming up, and I'll be heading back down to Sydney again um, at least once or twice. Yeah. Again, for, for some more action. So, yep. like, and after that performance, what well, the appetite's been wet for a awesome season. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, those of you that can, get out to watch some live footy. Um, if you can get to Newcastle on Friday night, I know the six o'clock time slot is an absolute pain in the ass. Uh, unless you actually live in the on the central coast, um, everywhere else you've got to travel. But if you can get there, get there, support the boys. Um, you know, uh, that's it. You won't regret it. No, no, absolutely not. Um, but until then, uh, mate, I'll speak to you on Friday. You, you at should. some point, <laughs> in some in some form, in some way. Way. <laughs> And everyone else, yeah, keep commenting. Um, you know, send us some messages on Instagram or or Facebook. Follow us on, like, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, and look out for us on Spotify. Uh, our episodes are going to start being uploaded to Spotify. So you can uh, listen to us a second time around uh, as you drive to work uh, on a Thursday morning. Um, awesome. Thank you again, everyone. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Go the Warriors. Go the Warriors. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate.